Hello, I'm Jacob Zimmer, official steward of the Fun Palace. Thank you for listening to the Fun Palace Radio Variety Show hosted by Cedric Littlewood. The Fun Palace would love to hear from you. We are on the internet. Come and listen in to a radio station where the mighty hosts of people go. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. If you want to hear the sound of the Fun Palace Radio Variety Show, turn your radio on. 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 On this episode, Music from Anime, Andrew Penner, and Felicity Williams, a call-in show with a security expert, and Chapter 5 of The Mysterious Death of WB. Welcome back to the Fun Palace Radio Variety Show. Returning from the summer. It was fine, thanks. Uh, This is episode five, and I remain your host, Cedric Littlewood. Every so often, I receive a manila envelope from the mysterious Fun Palace, containing a thumb drive of MP3s and text documents. And my job is to edit these ingredients into a podcast and host it, and they pay me with Visa gift cards. That's how I bought this cool new shirt, which I guess you can't see. Or at least I hope not. Anyway, a few podcasts ago, we heard Toronto's anime sing a traditional song. And this episode, we've got an original. Anime, the internet says, released an album this year. And so you should all go out and get that. Although, really, you can probably just download it, which means you don't actually have to go out anywhere. Here she is.
That was Anime singing her song Abris, which you can find on her album Sallows, available through iTunes or Bandcamp. Sometimes the Fun Palace players host a radio call-in show, like the toy expert we heard in the last episode. Of course, they're not really on the radio, and no one is actually calling in, but it's still quite fun, of course. This time we present The Security Expert, created and performed by Brendan Gall, Becky Johnson, Jacob Zimmer, Susanna Fournier, and some unnamed guests, with musical direction and piano by Jonathan Ajemian, and sound design and mixing by Richard Farron. Good afternoon, and welcome back to Ontario Today. I'm your host, Jacob Zipperman, and today we've got a special guest, Hank Rogers. Hank is a, you're a freelance security expert. That's correct. Is that door locked? Uh, no, no, we try to keep it open. Uh, sometimes the producer has to come oh, in. Oh, the and, producer. Have I met this producer? Uh, yes, she was, she was the woman who... Uh, uh, brought my coffee, got it, yeah. Do you mind if I move my chair? I, uh, I prefer to have my back against the wall. Sure, sure. We'll just swing that mic around. <laughs> there we go. Okay, so so Hank, uh, you, so Hank, you've been in the security business for how long now? Uh, approximately two years. Two two years. Okay. Yeah. And and if there's one thing you've learned, what what would you say it is? Uh, it's that if you're careful enough and suspicious enough, and you take enough precautions, it is absolutely possible to reduce your risk in this world to zero. Wow. That, wow. A, a risk. A risk factor of zero. That's 100% safe. Wow. Uh, absolutely. Um, that's amazing. Um, well, well, Hank, it looks like we've got our first caller. Uh, Great. Uh, Spiro. We've got Spiro from North Bay. Spiro, what's your, what's your security question? Yeah, uh, here's the thing. I have a twin brother. Oh, God. Looks just like me, has my DNA, uh-huh. and he is a major fucker. Oh, Jesus. I'm so sorry. Now, I'm trying to figure out how to protect myself from identity theft to me. It looks exactly like me, right. has my fingerprint and yeah. my DNA. Okay, Spiro, I don't want to alarm you, but it sounds like you've already had your identity stolen at birth. So you're saying I missed my opportunity in the world? No, 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 Spiro, you got a lot of options. What I'm saying is your identity has been stolen. My question to you is, what are you prepared to do to take it back? Basically anything. Tell me what to do. All right. Do you have access to a hardware store? I own one. Oh, Spiro, this is going to be a cakewalk. Great. Now, as you know, we live in a relatively socialist country. It's difficult to get firearms. It's basically communist, uh uh-huh. Absolutely. No, it is. It's essentially a a communist communist country country that we've constructed for ourselves. You're welcome. Now, a lot of people don't know this, but it's relatively easy to make a firearm with things around a Hardware store. I did not know that. Yeah, now these are one-use, disposable projectiles. Oh, so more like um, a harpoon gun? Yeah, I mean, you know, if you want to get ambitious, Spiro, build a harpoon gun by all means. We do have some grappling hooks I could straighten out. What I'm getting at is this. You need to kill your twin brother. Um, okay, thank you. This has been sorry, incredibly helpful. Uh, now, my producer is just uh, wanting to remind our listeners that, uh, much like when we have lawyers on the show or doctors, uh, Hank's vice isn't okay. necessarily uh, legal or binding. <laughs> yeah, hi, that's correct. Doesn't necessarily... Necessarily reflect Ontario today. Well, that's, that's that's I disagree. I brought you another coffee, Hank. Well, uh, but I just when I, wanted. When to, I give advice, that's my time and effort. And we love you for that's that. An, there's an expectation that you follow through. Diversity of opinion. <laughs> now, now, now. <laughs> so, so um, while this show isn't necessarily a promotion for Hank Services, uh, oh. you do have. Quite a colorful website yeah. uh, on the internet. Yeah, my nephew designed it. I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with it. And and how can people reach you? Uh, well, the mailing address on there is an old one. Uh, he hasn't updated it since I moved. But if you use my AOL email address, it's on there. I'll get back to you in seven to ten business days, and then we can take it from there. So if somebody emails you, yeah, if you get through the security check and you check out, I'll get back to you, and I'll help keep you as secure as I can in any way that I can. 
That is a fascinating way to use the internet. Okay, um, it sounds like we've got another caller. It, this is Kevin. Oh, also from North Bay. Hi, Kevin. Uh, what's your Unsafe question? Town. Uh, yeah, hi. Uh, uh, I played rep hockey and a oh. uh, minor ankle injury kept me out of the pros. Oh, God, I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, but uh, no, thanks. I uh, appreciate that. I drive a school bus now. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a huge bus. It's right. a really powerful machine. And um, hmm. I, did you did you see that Sarah Pauly movie? Uh, oh, that was a beautiful no. movie. The Sweet Hereafter? Yeah, wasn't that lovely? That was a gorgeous film. Beautifully shot. I don't watch Canadian films. Uh, you know what I liked about it, too, was how it broke up time. It's true. Went all over the place. I didn't know where yeah, I was. No, no, no. You get I mean, you had a sense past, of the, the future. Well, how does that work? You know, yeah, are the kids it, dead? Are they it alive? It was a puzzle. You know, yeah. who's upset and why? And and then it really came, Sarah came Pauly together. Sarah so haunting. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin, you were saying... Uh, yeah, no, I don't watch um, films made by women, but uh, I'm just, oh, uh, um, I'm wondering about, I mean, driving a school bus, children are maniacs. And Kevin, I don't know if you know if, this, uh, but school buses don't have seatbelts. No, I don't know if you've noticed that, no, right? Don't. Yeah. Now, what I've, what I've tried to unsuccessfully implement in schools is a harness oh. that effectively keeps kids not only in their seats, mm-hmm. but also keeps their arms in their sides. But yeah, that, that would And that keeps would their mouth shut. It's got a mouthpiece. Yeah, that's correct. It's got a mouth guard. It keeps mm-hmm. them safe. Oh, no, I get that. I mean, it's important to wear those when you're traveling at high speeds. But failing that until that policy is implemented, what I suggest is that you take advantage of the fact that those kids don't have seatbelts. And mm-hmm. if you do feel that things are getting a bit chaotic, mm-hmm. a little out of control, mm-hmm. feel mm-hmm. as though something dangerous is about to happen, just, just tap the brakes. Uh. Those kids are going to fall forward. I call it a reset. What it does, it resets the school bus, gives those kids something to think about. It'll quiet them down for a little okay, while. Okay, a little, little tap. Yeah, just a little tap. Just tap the brakes. Accelerate and tap. That's what I call it. At. That's, that's the short form. Yes. So, Hank, have you been hired by a lot of school boards? Uh, not yet, but I've gone into a number of schools just to let my opinions be known and just, you know, gone into schoolyards, whoever's okay. on duty, just yeah. walked right in, introduced oh, yeah. myself, tell them my first name. Do you sign at the office? Because I oh, don't do that. Absolutely not. Yeah, no, I don't want to leave my name. And I don't sign checks either. Okay, all right. Um, well, well, we've got we've got more calls, so let's go straight to that. Uh, this is Gretchen from Windsor. Hi, um, I'm just wondering, as you know, uh, Windsor is right on the border with Detroit. Yes, South Detroit, as it's called. It is South of Detroit. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Detroit's north of here, it's a fun fact. But really? um, I'm just worried. There's so much discussion of border security, and I wonder if living closer to the border, as I do, is putting me at some sort of greater risk. Absolutely. Oh, my God, thank you. Oh, okay. Um, good to know. Well, we've got another call. Uh, this is Lindsay from Ajax. Lindsay, what's your question for Hank? Yeah, hi. Um, I'm 17, and I just opened my first bank account. Uh, for Well, I'm okay. working part-time now, so uh, right. like at McDonald's, whatever. But okay. um, I don't know. I mean, I want to pay my cell phone bill on oh, my cell phone, but because I, I don't go to the bank in person because it's like never open and I'm right. in school. But like, does my money go through the internet through my phone? Okay, like, okay. I'm, Lindsay, I'm just going to stop you right there. I've heard three things that have raised red flags for me already, all right? Okay. Bank account. Yeah. Okay. Cell phone. Okay. Internet. Okay. You need to change your behaviors. If you want to remain secure in this world, you're a young girl, you're naive, you're wide-eyed. There's a lot of things out there you don't understand about the world yet. What I'm going to suggest to you, you need to close that bank account down. You need to make sure they redact your name from their files. Okay. You need to destroy your cell phone, all right? You you got a hammer, some kind of blunt object. You take the SIM SIM chip out of there, put it in a glass of water. I need you to break that phone. Okay, but then how will my friends call me and how will I finish this Lindsay, you do not need friends. Where are your priorities? Well, I want friends. You want friends? You want to take a lot of risks or do you want to stay safe. Well, I like going out. You need to parse your life down to the bare essential number of individuals. You need to stay alive. You need someone to deliver food. You need a locksmith. So should I be paying cash for everything? Absolutely. Cash or gold. Do you have older relatives who have gold? Yeah, my Nana has silverware. Okay, you need to amass as much gold as possible and you need to stay off of those grids of information. Now, now, Hank, have you heard, have you heard, what have you heard about Bitcoin? What is that? Is that gold? What is Bitcoin? 
Well, it sounds like it's it's a bit of the gold of the internet. Jesus Christ. They have gold on the internet? The internet is making their own gold? Should I be involved in that? How many people know about this? Uh, well, it was big in the news earlier in the summer. Okay, Hank, should mm-hmm. I only be accepting jobs that pay me in cash? Lindsay, you should not have a job. If you take a job, you're opening yourself up to all kinds of risks. You're, you're, t- you're taking orders from people you don't know. You're doing things you don't understand why you're doing them. I don't know why. They say that you're serving food to people. You, you could be serving them anything in those styrofoam containers. You don't know. Yeah, I don't actually make the food. Lindsay, 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 you need to... To go home, you need to have a long, hard think about the choices you're making. You need to make better choices, and you need to make fewer of them. Less choices. Shut it down. Shut it down. Okay, I'm going to break my phone now. Oh, well, there she goes. So, uh, Hank, is this the philosophy that has led you to your self-employment? Absolutely. I was married for a brief time, and my wife left me, and she took her children. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. No, no, not at all. I mean, it made me stronger. It made me, you know, focus. And, uh, and what I realized was that I was opening myself up to, you know, a lot of uh, hurt and uh, a lot of danger. So I, I closed that up, you know, and I feel so much better about myself. I feel like I, I know what's coming down the road at every moment. And I try, I try to make that road as straight as possible so I can see down as far as, as possible at any time. And I'm just trying to do that for everyone else. That, that, well, that sounds, that sounds like a, a great transition to, um, we've, we've got a small studio audience here today, and, and we would, if anyone has security questions in our studio, studio audience, this is a great time to take them now. You guys um, have a, you have a metal detector in this studio? Like, did everyone go through a metal detector before they came into the studio? They have to sign in and get a little badge. Oh, great. It's a bang-up job you're doing here. Well, we, we try. Yeah, no, um, is, there, is there a, is there, is there anyone with a, with a call out there? Oh, hi there. Uh, where are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from New York. Oh, the Windy City. Yes, Uh, as they say. Uh, I had an important security question. Um, Should I keep all of my passwords in the same book? Uh, How many passports do you have? (laughs) Words, words. Uh, Passwords. Oh, passwords. I just have a terrible memory. What kind of what are these passwords for? Do you belong to a series of clubs? Yeah, let's call them clubs. All right. Uh, these are relatively exclusive clubs. Uh, it, the the internet is a club. Um, my the email internet. is a club. The email. You know, I have lots I like of the clubs sounds of these clubs. Uh, what do you have to do to get into these clubs? Uh, enter my passwords. All right. Uh, yeah, no, you should not keep your passwords in the same spot. You, if possible, you should bury them in a series of different places around your backyard. So if you have an acreage, that's even more ideal. Bury- should I hold funerals of paper. for each password? Yeah, absolutely. That would be great. Little gravestones that'll remind you where they are, and then uh, you know where your password is. And you should be changing those about twice a day. Okay. Just stay on top of that. All right, twice a day. It's worth it. Well, I've got something to do when I get off the air. All right, do we have another call? Um, Is there another caller there? Uh, Oh, oh, there's another caller up front here. Up front, our, our, our. Yeah. Oh, hi there. Uh, Where are you calling from? Hi, I'm calling from my sofa. Yep. Yep. Um, I play music. And um, okay, yeah, I I'm concerned about the fact that I play songs for people, yeah, and um, thus dispense my intellectual property uh-huh. freely, right? Without really any recourse, any way of getting it back. Have you thought about limiting the number of people you're uh, you're making these songs available to? What's your um, What's your over-under? Like, what do you think? Well, like, what I'm for? saying is, like, is there a way of recording these songs and then putting it in some sort of a lockbox that you could put in, like, a safe deposit box? Not at a bank, because I don't really trust banks, but yeah, if you like know a... someone who could keep a safe deposit box safe for you, sure. and just keep these songs so that you know where they are, and so do you I play... make sure that no one can get to them. Do I play the songs for the person... 
Absolutely not. Watching that? No? No. That's, okay. that's absolutely not. Because you don't know what that person's going to do with those songs. Keep them in the safe. You know exactly where they are, and then no one can get to them. This is great. They're this yours, is, and they're no one else's. It's very helpful. Thank you. You're so welcome. Wow. All right. Um, uh, we, have, we have time for, I think, one more call. Is there, is there, someone, is there someone out there with, with a security question for Hank? Anyone have a security question for Hank? Oh, oh. Oh, someone's running up. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Hi. Hank. Hey. Um, I'm considering making some extra money by um, doing these uh, temporary renting rentals of my apartment. Through, Holy shit. Like, that sounds Airbnb. like a terrible idea. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, I, I really want to do it, but I don't have um, I don't have a key system or like a pass Holy code. shit. This sounds like a nightmare. So you're... <laughs> Sorry, you're going to open up your home to strangers uh, and just like give out keys? Yeah, to, to make extra money, cool. I'll probably burn, uh, like cut a few different keys for... Sure, sure. So um, can I ask you, what's your name? Uh, Bethany. Bethany, uh, do you feel like getting cremated or buried when you are murdered <laughs> uh, by I, strangers uh, who you've let into your own home? I, I just... Don't I really, do that. Okay. Don't do the thing you just said you want to do. <laughs> uh, do something else. Okay. Thank Grow you. up. Thanks. Thanks. Holy shit. <laughs> well, all what right. is what is Airbnb? <laughs> well, it maybe maybe they use Bitcoin. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all. Just about all the time we have. Uh, any any closing words for for our listening audience? Uh, it's all on the website. Uh, there's parts of that website that don't work. There's like the about page doesn't work for like three weeks. I'm not really sure what's going on there, but I'm sure oh. I'm sure we'll figure it out. But you know, there's a list on my website. It's called the don't list, and it's just there's a lot of things you shouldn't do. And then the more don'ts you can follow, you know, the more problems that you won't have. Uh, you know, uh, don't use your real name. Don't uh, go outside. Don't tell anyone anything about yourself. And uh, you know, don't fall in love. <laughs> all right, it's pretty easy. Because speaking from experience, does not end well. No. <laughs> Well, all right. Th- thanks, Hank. Uh, I feel like we've, we've really helped some people today feel more secure. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Hank. Oh, and he's gone. Thank you. All right. And see you next time, folks. That segment got me thinking. Now, I've told you that I received the first envelope from the Fun Palace after placing an ad in Craigslist. What may not have been clear is that I received the envelope only one day after I posted it. And even more perplexing is that my physical address was not on the post. I checked my who is security for the web domains I own, which would be my security tip if anyone asked me. And they were still there, the web domains. And the who is privacy settings were still intact. I couldn't even find my own address there. Fortunately, I remember where I live. I do order things for delivery quite frequently, since I uh, prefer that to the in-store experience, but I stick to reputable suppliers. So it remains a mystery. Now, I do understand that the call-in segment was a satire, but still I do have some anxiety, and while I don't think it's intentional, this fun palace is both a cause of that as well as a, a mystery I do enjoy, not to mention the work. I, I have a variety of feelings about it, I guess. Andrew Penner is a new voice for the Fun Palace, and from the enclosed JPEGs, appeared to be playing in a kitchen. I will include links to Penner's projects on the funpalace.ca website, where you can find out more information, including, I've been told to tell you, news of upcoming live performances in Toronto. If only I could actually attend such a thing... Here is Andrew Penner performing his original song, 
bless this city.
That was Bless This City by Andrew Penner, who also happens to be a member of the Sun Parlor Players and a theater artist as well. Next up is comedian and playwright Jessica Moss with a news report. A news report that could come from any time or place, since the details, well, seem mixed at best. Ladies and gentlemen, and now the news. News of the world, bringing the events of the globe to you. This just in, worldwide recession prompts global crisis. Germany marches on Norway. Tokyo bombs Pearl Harbor. And the Falklands belong to no one. Amelia Earhart collides with the Challenger space shuttle while the Beatles appear on Ed Sullivan. Hitler crashes the Hindenburg into the Titanic while man lands on the moon. A light-breaking headline, the president has been assassinated by the king of rock and roll. Leading to a disappearance of the Lindbergh baby. The world is at war, the war is over. Marlon Brando brings down the Berlin Wall to restore peace in the Middle East, and the Yankees win the World Series. For these updates and more, stay tuned to the news. We keep you informed, we keep you entertained. Remember, dear audience, keep listening to the news. <sighs> that was just wonderful, Mr. Masters. Please, call me Tip. Call me Mr. Tip Masters. Oh, Mr. Tip Masters, you really do have a way of getting the news across. Well, sweetheart, I'm sure you'll find your feet. Oh, I've already found my feet. They were right where I left them. It's everything else about newscasting that I'm worried about. How to properly give due to the news item. How to present the tragedies of the day with emotion while still maintaining a stoic distance. How to showcase every angle of every story to present things fairly. Yes, sweetheart, it's all a rich tapestry, some real ring-a-ding-dinging, but I'm a real ring-a-ding-dinger. I guess you're the new girl on account of all this exposition. Yes, that's me. It's such an honor to be a part of the team, to read the news for all those people out there. And with a face like yours, sweetheart, you'll do swell on the radio. Thanks. Gee, how do you know my name? Why, that name tag you're wearing, sweetheart. Tess, sweetheart. Tess, sweetheart, that's me. Girl reporter and lady newscaster, womanly man's man and a female girl Friday. Sure, I'm excited to be sharing the news desk with you, Mr. Tip Masters. You sure are excited to be sharing the news desk with me, Mr. Tip Masters, and that's just as it should be. Now I'm going to introduce you to all our listeners out there, and then you go ahead with the lead-off story, all right, sweetheart? All right, Mr. Masters. Oh, my goodness. It's Coca-Cola. It's made from corn, so it's good for you. Ladies and gentlemen, and now the news. Exciting development. We have a new female newscaster joining us at the KPUT, KPUT news team. She may be a chickadee, but she knows what the cluck she's talking about. With the lead story of the day, we go to Tess. Sweetheart! Uh, uh, over to you, Tess. I... Um, oh, uh, um, uh, 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 we seem to be having some technical difficulties. Is there anything you want to tell our faithful audience out there? Sometimes I go to the movie theater just to cry. uh, We're having some technical problems in studio, folks. We'll be right back after these commercial jingles. What's going on out there, girly? You've got to pull yourself together. Oh, Mr. Masters, I don't know what's wrong with me. I will, of course. I'm so sorry. It must just be first day nerves on account of this is my first day and I am very nervous. Well, snap out of it, you hear? You've reached the big time, the top, the holy grail. And we don't have time for these kind of feminine antics. We're back live to you, kiddo, in five, four, three, two. Ladies and gentlemen, and now the news. <gasps> um, oh, well. Uh, well, one time I clogged a toilet at a party so badly that I just don't talk to those friends anymore. <gasps> uh, sometimes I'm not even sure if I care that the earth is dying and that one day there will be no more Bengal tigers. And sometimes it makes me so upset that I don't get out of bed for three days. <gasps> I have a playlist on my iPod entitled Make Out Jams and all I've ever done to it is cry. <gasps> Gee, Willikers, Mr. Tenastas, the Swiss. 
switchboards are lighting up. Cut back to commercial. <gasps> what are you doing, girly? You're turning this new show into a confused show. It's like you're telling the truth. <laughs> Sweetheart, this is no time for singing. <gasps> I'm sorry, Mr. Masters. I couldn't help it. I just see the microphone and I think of all the faces listening at home. And I see them thinking that I can tell them something that they don't know. That I can tell them the way things really are. But who am I to tell anyone the way things really are? And all I can think of to say is the things that I know to be true. Like the fact that I'm still in love with Brendan Friedman from grade 12. And that I eat an entire box of craft dinner every time, even though that's supposed to feed four people. Oh, there it goes again. <gasps> if people are listening so intently and thinking that there's something that someone else can tell them that will change their understanding of the world or help them know themselves or learn something that will bring everything to light. Well, those people, you can't lie to them. You can't just tell them some spin on some story that's halfway between conjecture and con job. They deserve to know the truth. And so the only truths I have just come flying out of me. I can't stop them. They will out. You think they want the truth? Nah, nah. You've got it all wrong, sweetheart. They want flash, jazz, razzmatazz, a dizzy little spin on this dizzy little world. We don't have time for the truth. We need to get to the story. What? Gee willikers, Mr. Masters. Like I said, the switchboards are lighting up. What was that, Billy? You're underqualified for your job and you only got it because your pop runs the network? No! People are calling. They love the new news girl. They want the truth. Ding! Could it be that I fast-talked my way out of a job? Is my voracious vernacular void of veracity? Have I been spinning a web that no one wanted to get caught in? Ah, oh, geez. I had it all wrong, kiddo. We got a new angle. No angles. We're gonna showcase the world the way it is, and you're gonna do it, sweetheart. From now on, we present The Truth. The Truth is a registered trademark of News Inc. It is unlicensed for use in any other audiovisual or audiovisual form without express written consent from News Inc. and the Masters of the Universe. Republication or transmission of the truth is strictly prohibited and punishable under the law and a very pointy stick. Portions of the truth have been edited for time and content. Your truth may differ from truths presented on this show. And that was a news report by Jessica Moss. Well, no podcast would be complete without a chapter of the retro serial radio drama The Mysterious Death of WB. Last episode, the retired detective Gabriel Novus who is the hero of the story and noted trainophobe, visited Hannah Arendt. The historical accuracy of these stories seems, well, variable. But I guess that shouldn't get in the way of enjoying the drama. In Chapter 5, he continues on his search for Walter Benjamin by visiting his eccentric sister. That's Walter's sister, not Gabriel's. Ladies and gentlemen, the Fun Palace players are proud to present... Chapter 5 of The Mysterious Death of W.B. We return you to 1941 and Gabriel Novus, retired detective, trying to catch Walter Benjamin before Hitler or Stalin does. Following Benjamin's escape path from Paris, Novus finds more that he bargained for in The Mysterious Death of W.B. I found Benjamin's sister Dora in Lourdes and sent the note Arendt had given me. Dora Benjamin was sick, some issue with her spinal cord. Word was she didn't receive many visitors, but two hours after I sent the note, she sent for me. Her place was very hot, and she sat wrapped in blankets in a straight-backed chair in a greenhouse so humid I was surprised she hadn't become fog herself. There also seemed to be parrots. Maybe the pain medication kept her together. Mr. Novus, do step inside and close the door. Miss Benjamin, 
Thank you for agreeing to see me. Mr. Novus, please, call me Dora. When one is as sick as I am, one no longer bothers with formalities. Well, that's fine, Dora. You can call me Gabe in that case. As I said, thanks for seeing me. Hannah's letter was almost insistent. There's a bar by the wall if you'd like a drink. You read my mind. Shall I pour you one? No, I'm forbidden. I enjoy myself vicariously through my few guests and my memories, so please, pour yourself a double for me. Oh, if you insist, have any ice? It never lasts in this heat. Can you survive without? Let's try and find out, shall we? Cheers. Shall we get to the point, Mr. Novus? Hannah writes that you're trying to help my brother. Just trying to catch up, see that he gets on the boat, all right? He could use the help. You look like a very practical man. My brother, as you may know, <coughs> is not. Never has been. Very good at thinking, not so good at living, if you understand. I think I do. It's the cause of all this, really. If it hadn't been for Bertie and myself, well, I don't know if he'd have made it this long. Benjamin had been spending summers in Denmark with Bertolt Brecht. I call him Bertie. Yes, we know. You know Bertolt Brecht. It's very impressive. And months at a time in Italy with Dora, rent-free. He didn't have the money to pay rent all the 12 months of a year. The only way of knowing a person is to love them without hope. Ugh. <sighs> Don't get me wrong, Mr. Nobis. I love my brother very much. I only wish to impress upon you the possible necessity of your help. Well, you have impressed it. Do you mind if I pour us another? It would delight me. My brother left two weeks ago. He went to Marseille to try to get papers from the Institute and the entrance visa that would come with them. Did he think they'd come through? Well, I believe so. He received a telegram from Adorno before he left Paris. I poured myself another drink. A big one. Was he traveling with much? No. Just a single case, though it seemed awfully heavy. We recognize the sign of messianic cessation of happening. We take cognizance of it in order to blast a specific era out of the homogeneous course of history, blasting a specific life out of an era or a specific work out of the life work. Would you pass me that blanket, Gabe? Even in this heat, I get chills. Yeah, I know what you mean. Did he ever talk about what he'd do if the plan didn't work out? You mean, did he ever talk to me about suicide? Yes. You must understand, Mr. Nobis, that my brother is not particularly well. Hart, he barely made it through his first internment, and the Germans would be even less kind than the French. I understand his desire to die on his own terms. I would ask you to make sure that it doesn't come to that, Mr. Novus. I'll try, Dora. I'll try. Only one thing in that conversation troubled... Can I have oh. your coat? Shh. Can I wear it? If it's strange, it's my coat. I mean, I... I'm just so cold. All right. Here you go. Dora had said that Benjamin had received a telegram from Adorno, which probably meant he was sending them, too, which meant that I had been lied to. Maybe it didn't matter anymore, but I didn't like being played especially when I didn't know who was calling the shots. But there was only one direction now. To Marseille. More fucking trains. <laughs> that concludes Chapter 5 of The Mysterious Death of W.B. Would Novus survive the train ride? Were shots being called? Find out in Chapter 6 of The Mysterious Death of W.B. Coming up next week. Okay, really, that will be coming up next podcast, which I don't think I will have ready by next week. In fact, the next manila envelope has not yet arrived. 
Another Fun Palace repeat visitor, or maybe these are from the same night, is Felicity Williams, who you might remember from the first podcast, performing here with Justin Haynes on guitar. This song is called Beloved Light. And some whose home is the wind that lifts the curtains at night when you Thank you for listening. The Fun Palace gratefully acknowledges the support of the Toronto Arts Council for this project and just generally. You can find the Fun Palace at funpalace.ca or wherever good podcasts are found. Go forth. Have fun. Multiply variety.